You're listening to Wordslinger Podcast, episode 119, Indie Author Audiobooks with Kelly Lytle. This episode of the Wordslinger Podcast is brought to you by draft to digital Convert your manuscript, distribute it online, and get support the whole way at DraftToDigital.com. It's the Wordslinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand, write your book, redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tomlinson, the word slinger. Word slinger. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Tomlinson, the word slinger. You have tuned in yet again. Now, if you have done this by accident, uh, never fear. Your exits are to the left and to the right. Uh, please make sure that you check your overhead package uh, as contents may have shifted during the flight. So, <laughs> how's everybody doing? You know, I hear speeches like that about um, maybe uh, four times a month right now, and uh, uh, I've almost got them memorized. Um, but, uh, you know, travel, by the way, is uh, a lot of fun if you if you do get the opportunity. Now, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And um, I do start to miss home quite a bit. Uh, you know, and I miss my wife and I miss my dog and, you know, so travel has, uh, has, has had its ups and downs, but for the most part, I really dig, uh, getting out in the world, uh, meeting people, meeting people who, um, maybe, uh, have heard of the show or maybe have never heard of the show. Uh, I particularly like meeting authors cause you know, we're a good bunch <laughs> and we drink uh, and, we, uh, and we'll talk about anything. Here's the great thing about being a writer. And, uh, this is, this is something honestly, uh, and I have a philosophy about writers, um, but writers can and will talk about anything. Any subject is, is open. Um, Sometimes things get a little heated, but you know, for the most part, uh, all writers, anyone who is uh, truly in love with writing, is really—they're uh, a processor. I mean, they're a—they're an information processing machine, um, and they like to construct stories out of the information they receive. So, it's always good to be able to sit down with a group of writers and and talk. I have this philosophy <clears throat> that. Um, Writers make the best employees across the board, <laughs> and of course I would say that. But here's here's my here's how I back that up. Um, I have uh, whenever I've had to hire people, uh, either for myself or for you know uh, a company I've worked for on behalf of a client or something along those lines. Uh, I almost always favor going out and talking to copywriters and getting them enlisted to do various jobs. Um, you know, a lot of copywriters are. Uh, they're, they're, they're sort of multidisciplined. Uh, they, they go out and they look for the story in everything that they're, you know, having to research. They have to build a boil down information and get it, you know, into a format that is, uh, digestible, uh, readable. Uh, so writers uh, tend to make great employees, uh, regardless of what you're hiring for. That's just my philosophy. Now, you know, they, there may be some training involved, especially in highly technical fields, uh, but most of the writers I know actually are, are very versatile and pick pick things up very quickly. So that's free advice. If you are <laughs> considering, if you're looking for someone to hire for a role uh, and you need them to be sharp, you need them to be able to uh, do research, to work autonomously, uh, to be able to process information and, and, uh, and report it uh, in such a way that 
anyone, any target audience can uh, understand it. Uh, you would do a lot worse than to start your search with writers. So that's a that's some free advice from the word singer. Uh, entrepreneurs in particular, if you are a startup, man, I'm not kidding you. Uh, go out and, and look for writers who have even just an inkling of knowledge about the field that you're, uh, you're entering into. You will find them a wealth of ideas, but also they, they, tend, to, they tend to jump on action items. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know why I got on that tangent. Um, it's something to do with travel, I'm sure, but whatever. Uh, anyway, this week, now here's what's interesting. I've got Kelly Lytle. Um, now, if you have been paying attention to me at all lately, uh, you know, I've talked quite a bit about the partnership between draft to digital and find a way. Um, Findaway is launching a service called Voices, and the idea here is to empower indie authors, any authors really, anyone really, uh, to be able to uh, produce audiobooks with lower overhead than what you've probably come to expect. Now, indies have been able to use services like uh, Audible's ACX for quite a while. That's Audible Content Exchange. Um, that will that will allow you to go in and do uh, among other things find uh, narrators who are willing to partner with you on a royalty split. Um, voices will not do the royalty split, but there's a very good reason for that. And I at first I chafed against this, and now I'm 100% on board. Uh, but basically, the royalty split is kind of damaging to both the narrator and the author. Um, it for the author. Just to put it in plain speak, I mean, you're committing half your royalty to someone else uh, for the lifetime of that book, <laughs> so or for at least as long as that audio creation is floating out there. Uh, and in the case of of ACX, it tends to be a seven-year commitment uh, and an exclusive commitment at that. So, uh, and even if you you just hire the uh, narrator and use that that file elsewhere, uh, and you don't go exclusive. You're still on the hook, uh, basically, for as long as you use that book. As long as you, you, the deal you're cutting is that you will split that royalty until the end of that book's life. So, that audiobook's life. So, um, now there are you know caveats to that and exceptions, but uh, for the most part, that's what you're doing, and that's to me that's damaging to the author. Now, I'm not going to get in. I don't want to go into too much detail on that. We'll we're going to talk about that in the interview. So, uh, you know make sure you uh listen through kelly is a great guy uh we've uh we've <laughs> he and i uh, were sort of each other's um i guess we're we're each other's counterpart uh between the two companies uh in a way and uh you know i've gotten him on a few podcasts and uh you know he's he's starting to kind of talk to the indie author community a little more and i think that's that's working out very well um so he and I have had a lot of conversations together, and we've done a few shows together. Uh, so you'll hear us talk about this in the interview because um, there's a bit of not awkwardness really, but there's a there's a a slight awkwardness in that you know we already know everything the other's going to say. So unlike most of the interviews I do, uh, this one uh, is a little different, and uh, I contribute probably a little more than I normally would on the uh, content side. But I think you're going to get a lot out of this uh, if you are. If you're interested in audiobooks, um, man, I, honestly, it's a, it's a huge thing. I mean, I think every author should should work out how to get their books into audio. It's just a smart play. But 
Anyway, I got two uh, in, uh, two new podcast reviews I want to read off today. Uh, the first one, <laughs> I just, I'm just looking at these right now. You're getting these at the exact same time I am. So <laughs> this is uh, titled Wordslinger Jr. Uh, from Julian One. Um, I just finished binge listening to all prior episodes, and now I'm waiting for the next. Needless to say... I am officially a great fan. Kevin's style and demeanor is awesome, and the content is, for the most part, all about the story. I have been inspired by this podcast and am now halfway through the first draft of my first novel. Thanks, Kevin. Keep them coming. I think Julian, we actually mentioned him last episode. Uh, but thank you, uh, Julian. I really do appreciate that. I, uh, you know, the show is, it is about the story, honestly. Uh for the most part, but <laughs> in all parts, really, because what we're doing is getting into the uh, sort of details, the subtext, the, you know, the internal uh, dialogue. You know, we're trying to find out the behind the scenes story of how people do what they do and uh, what they're accomplishing and what their goals are uh, and how it can help you. So I'm glad to hear that's that's coming through. So the uh, next review is inspiring, great interviews, love the host. This is from Dan Dan the Art Man. Hey, Dan, how you doing, man? Uh, so Kevin is such a positive and encouraging guy. You can't help but be inspired to write more and write better when you listen to his show. He has a super relaxed way of interviewing authors, too. He gets a lot of great answers out of them, and you can tell they're more relaxed and having a good time because he's so chill. He's chill, but also very determined and driven, and it's awesome to get some of that energy when you listen to an episode. I love this show. Dan, man, I appreciate that a lot. Um, and I'm, You know what? I, I dig that, actually. I like being chill, and I like, being, I like getting people pumped up, too. So that's another, you know, point to this to this show really <laughs> i want you to learn something i mean i want you to discover something new like we're going to discover with with this interview with kelly but uh, i also want you to walk away feeling like this is attainable for you you know all it, humans uh, have a remarkable capacity to learn and grow and and inspiration is sort of the starting point of that so thanks so much guys for the reviews uh if you would like to help out the wordslinger podcast make it a little more discoverable you can also review the show go on to itunes in particular anywhere really that you listen to the show but itunes uh tends to be the the place where most people discover us let's change that though let's let's make it everywhere <laughs> but uh if you go on itunes or wherever you listen to the show search for wordslinger podcast and uh, rate and rank the show. Give it, you know, I would appreciate five stars. You can give it five stars uh, and uh, or four stars or whatever you're comfortable with. But uh, I like those five. And uh, if you uh, will write something, you know, tell me what it is you're getting out of the show. What is it you find positive? What have you, you know, what are you learning? Uh, what do you appreciate? And uh, that helps other people discover the show and hopefully grow from it too. So that is the point of the Wordslinger podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to do that. I really do. We'll talk more about how, you know, how to support the show in that way and other ways after we uh, wrap up this interview. So let's not delay any further. We're 11 minutes in. Let's get to this excellent interview with my good friend and uh, sort of businessy partner type guy. <laughs> Our companies are partnered on Find Away Voices. We're going to talk with Kelly Lytle. See you after the interview. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, now, today I'm talking. This is a little different than the typical Warslinger uh, podcast interview, uh, only in that I actually know this guy and we've had uh, 
quite a few conversations together. We've actually been on a couple of podcasts uh, together so far, but I'm talking to Kelly Lytle. He's the head of Findaway Voices. Now, if that sounds familiar, it's because it is the uh, the new partnership that, uh, well, there is a partnership between draft digital and Findaway uh, on the launch of this thing, and it will be coming up, let's see, July, is it 18th? It's 18th, right, Kelly? It's coming fast that's what i can say <laughs> like <laughs> yes, next weekend man uh yeah. so anyway welcome to the show kelly hey thanks for having me on uh how was your fourth you know it was uh it was good i mean we it was pretty uneventful for the tumlinsons because uh my wife decided this was her her long weekend so she didn't want to do much you know we took a couple of short road trips here and there but uh for the most part it was just you know sitting around we we did a we, we've been uh binging uh game of thrones trying to kind of re- <laughs> refresh our memory on everything <laughs> for the See, uh, I, knew, I knew i knew that's why we got along we actually uh my fiance and i just finished up seasons five and six again yeah. so yeah we've got the right frame of mind going into what uh not this sunday but next sunday yeah exactly no yeah ne- is it next Sunday? yeah it's next sunday yeah it's se- uh 17th 18th something like that I, I can never keep for some reason anything that happens on the 17th or 18th uh completely bro- blows out of my brain and it may be because my mom's birthday is july 17th so there you go um you know important stuff uh so how was yours you you did you did all right i guess you survived you yeah. got all 10 fingers yeah all yeah. 10 fingers all 10 toes we survived uh uh you know, had some pretty nice weather, got to see some family and, uh, you know, just kind of hang out and relax a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, as you know, we have quite a bit happening. Yeah. Um, and so it was good to get a couple of days away and refresh. And obviously now we're gearing up for our big launch here and, you know, what, almost two, just, just under two weeks now. So, yeah. uh, we're pretty excited about that. So, but it's a great holiday. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be interesting. Uh, so a lot of people may actually be wondering what the heck we're talking about. So we, we might want to actually discuss what, uh, find a way voices is. Um, and I've already introduced the idea that, that there's a D to D partnership. So why don't you kind of break it down for us? Like what, what is voices and how does it benefit the author? Absolutely. So Voices is, uh, Find A Way Voices, a new service created specifically to help authors and publishers create audiobooks and then sell those audiobooks really everywhere in the world that audiobooks are sold. Um, And we do this explicitly with the goal of giving authors and publishers more freedom and more control than they have today, really than they've ever had before. Um, And there's a host of benefits for authors, uh, but the biggest ones, the four biggest ones I'll talk about um, or just highlight, uh, non-exclusive, so we're 100% non-exclusive platform, control, control over how you set your price um, and being paid off the list price that you set, um, and also control over where you sell your book. We work with over 20 distribution partners, and you can opt in or out of any of them. Um, Ownership. You'll always own 100% of the rights to your work. Um, and then four is the service commitment of Findaway and the Findaway Voices team uh, behind everything we do. Uh, so there's you know, huge value we believe we can bring to the um, author community. And then um, specific to our relationship of Voices and Drafted Digital have created a partnership where Drafted, we make it easy <laughs> Uh, it's now easier than it's ever been, especially for draft to digital authors, to create audiobooks 
um, and do so really in almost a, what I would describe as a very seamless interaction uh, transition between their draft to digital account and their find away voices account um, where we make that handoff very smooth, very easy and get you into our system to hear sample narrators, make your narrator selection, tell us about your book and do all of those fun things to get your audiobook off and running. Um, and like I said, it's easier than it's ever been before. Yeah, it's very exciting because, you know, audiobooks are something It's kind of one of those uh, every author wants to have the audiobook. They want that audience. But uh, some of the options that have been available out there have not been all that great. <laughs> and so now, you know, and, and, you know, we're we're doing the whole thing where we're going to be kind of a portal like people, all their data about that book gets transferred over uh, and they can start production, you know. Uh, the production process right away, right from our, uh, our their dashboard, basically their author it's, dashboard. It's, exactly, exactly. So with uh, while you're inside Draft to Digital, uh, simple click um, to begin the process of creating audio. We'll transfer all of your information, including the EPUB file, including the artwork, all of the book details, right into Voices. Um, you'll be able to, to answer a few questions, a few easy questions to tell us about your book. And we'll go through our process to create uh, great narrator recommendations for you. And meanwhile, you don't have to worry about entering all of the information that you've already entered with Draft the Digital. It's all right there for you. Uh, we have some fun tools to you know make that even easier, things uh, that help you. Uh, create your cover art or adapt your cover art from the ebook format right into the audiobook format since there's some subtle differences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just things like that where we've, uh, I'm sure we have not thought of everything because you never can, uh, but I think we've taken pretty remarkable care to make it as easy as a, a process, as smooth as a process as possible, um, and put the author first at every step. So I'm, I'm excited about it and, and that, um, you know, those integration points are going to be really easy to use for the author. And uh, I think a great benefit for everyone who works with uh, draft digital today. Yeah, man. I I have to say that if there was, if, if draft digital were an audiobook production company, uh, we would be you guys and vice versa. (laughs) Cause you're very, very similar. We're very similar in the way we approach the, uh, the business and the authors. Exactly. Like, you know, the thing that you guys said that, um, I mean, I think, you know, helps, helps form, form the bond, um, is, you know, authors first at every single step. Right. Um, and again, I look, you know, we'll never, you know, think of everything or anticipate everything, but I think, you know, with that mindset, um, it means that you'll constantly innovate. You'll constantly, um, create the right systems and features, um, as, as you evolve and, um, you know, you always thinking of what makes it as easy as possible and as seamless as possible, to capitalize on audio, which, as you said, authors have been thinking about and they've been hearing about. It is the fastest growing format in publishing. Um, people are listening to more audiobooks than ever before because of the ease of access on our mobile devices. And so, hey, let's now let's really create a dedicated platform um, that helps authors tap into that uh, because it really is the best way to reach a um, uh, a growing audience um, and an audience that's not going to stop growing given technology. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, what's interesting to me. Okay. So there, we will never be able to avoid the comparison to ACX. So what we've decided to do uh, is to just embrace it and go full into it. Uh, just lean on in. Cause we're uh, in a lot of ways trying to break the model that ACX has set up uh, for the audio audio book production. And specifically that, that model of, uh, 
uh, first and foremost, the uh, the royalty share, the royalty split uh, model, um, but also the credit model. <laughs> Do you want to talk about either of those things real quick? Yeah, I'll I'll talk about each of them, um, and then I'll I'll actually put sort of an an umbrella, or a, a higher level view on it. Um, at the at the end of the day, it all comes down to more choice uh, um, and more freedom for the author. Right. More choice in where you sell your audiobook, and that can be can mean both partners uh, who are selling the, the the book, but it can also mean business models. So business models beyond the credit based model um, that we've seen be successful, not just in audiobooks but in other digital formats. Um, and more freedom, you know, where you're choosing to sell, how you're choosing to price, never being asked for exclusivity. And with that as the overarching philosophy and the, definitely the shared philosophy between draft to digital and voices, well, now you're in a great place um, to create something really meaningful for authors. Um, and specifically to, to your point, um, with, the, with regards to the royalty share option, uh, with voices, all of our audiobooks are done on a pay-for-production basis, meaning the, narr- or the author is paying for the narrator's performance. Um, and we do that very specifically because it means the author owns more of the royalties for the lifetime of their book and their book sales. Um, and that concept of full ownership, and it permeates everything uh, that we do, and so we carry that through um, on the production side as well. And yeah. then, yep. So I don't know if you want to go into that more, or I can touch on on we'll, business model we'll too. It. But that's such let's, a good point. Yeah, yeah let's uh, let's let's look at the uh, the business model side of it then. Yeah, absolutely. So again, voices. Um, we have over twenty partners. Um, I want to say we have uh, you know seven or eight unique business models. Um, includes a la carte sales, credit based subscription models, which are you know what most. Uh, con- audiobook consumers are used to, which is the audible, I pay X dollars a month and I'm entitled to one credit or two credits that I in turn exchange for an audiobook. Um, but we also have several partners who have unlimited subscription models, which uh, for their customers or for their subscribers, they're paying a flat monthly fee for unlimited access to the book um, or to, to, uh, sorry, to the catalog of audiobooks. Um, and for authors, this is a tremendous, can be tremendous value where you're actually still paid off the list price that you've set. So for the author, in many ways, uh, it's the same as an a la carte, you know, a basic, uh, you know, one-to-one retail sale. Um, but there's no, for the, for the subscriber, there's no barrier to entry there. So uh, listeners on these platforms are able to just gobble up great amounts of content um, and do so just, um, you know, without, without any hesitation or without any interruption. So for authors who have maybe uh, a series of books who are shorter, you know, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 words, um, where consumer can listen very quickly and can move from one to the next, man, that's a great opportunity to tap into a growing market. Um, if you have even shorter content, that can work great too. Um, but at the end of the day, look, it's all about the choice being uh, afforded to the author for where to sell their book and not being uh, sort of forced into one, um, one business model or one, one option. Yeah, you know, you mentioned shorter stuff, uh, and that is one of the exciting things to me uh, because, all right, so the problem with the the credit system with Audible 
you get your, you know, one or two credits, maybe you popped for three, you know. Uh, and what you do as a reader is you tend to get the only the long format books, the longest you can get for your credit, because you don't want to blow them on something, you know. You don't want to waste them, quote unquote, on exactly. something that only takes like 30 minutes to complete. So uh, for the author, that means that the long format stuff is the only thing it sells. So if you're going to, if you have a collection of short stories, you have to put them all together in one collection to really even make it beneficial. And, uh, and so you kind of miss out on a chance for, you know, additional royalties and, you know, uh, using those as maybe a series to sort of nurture leads and that sort of thing. So uh, we're, I, that's one of the exciting things to me about this is that if, if I am able to release a bunch of short fiction, novellas, short stories or whatever, uh, serials particularly, then I can uh, sort of spread out the love a little. I can price them any way I want, which is awesome. Uh, that's there are benefits there that you don't get with Audible. That to me is that that's just powerful. <laughs> I, I, look, you 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 said it. You said it very well. I mean, that's exactly right. Um, I'll carry it a step further. Um, and so, you know, as you know, obviously. Um, so many authors on the ebook side have been successful with the, with, you know, seri with series, um, and serializing their, their, their books. Um, but if you actually think about the way audio is consumed, um, in whether it's an you know, not just an audiobook, but podcasts, um, other forms of audio, yeah. it's serialization yeah. has always worked there, whether it's, you know, radio broadcasts or podcasts, right. um, with new right. episodes and new channels, um, and things like that. So if you're, if, as you, you know, as, as you're right to say that credit model forces you almost to bundle, you know, 10 pieces of content into one, well, you're missing out on that chance to capture the, you know, more consumers and build awareness and an audience kind of that, uh, you know, snowball effect with, each subsequent serial release. Um, and then two, the great thing about um, some of the uh, unlimited subscription environments is they work, you know, so well with that same amount of time that podcasts slot into so well, you know, somewhere between 30 and 60 minutes, right. which coincides right. with average commute times. And so again, if you have um, content that can be consumed in, in those chunks, it works really well um, where, you know, a listener is able to, you know, in, in one week on just their commute, maybe listen to book one of your, you know, one of your shorter series. Um, and then, you know, that weekend they're jumping right into book two and you, again, you haven't had to package it all together as one. They're able to just move seamlessly from one to the other. Um, I think that's great value. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know what you bring up, you bring up something that I, I actually kind of inadvertently brought up on another podcast interview I did. Uh, and uh, I meant to ask you before we did this, but now I'm going to ask you on air and uh, put the pressure on you. Um, what sometimes uh, Audible in particular will they'll offer content that isn't strictly speaking a book. Are you guys going to allow that kind of content? Like, let's say that I want to uh, convert interviews from my podcast, for example, uh, and and do something serialized that way, or do something like Rhonda Byrne did with. Um, the secret, uh, the book, the audio book of the secret where she, yes. she narrated segments, but she also played interview clips. Uh, are we free to do that sort of thing through voices? Yep, absolutely. At the, at, at the, the highest level is as long as you own the rights, yeah. um, we'll work with you and, and we'll make that happen. So I can tell you, um, we've, we've recorded, um, you know, 
what I would call very, you know, for us as we're used to audiobooks, very short form content. Yeah. Um, so we've actually taken collections of news articles and packaged them up into uh, an hour long audiobook, which is super fun. So it's ten news articles yeah. all packaged together as as one audiobook. And again, it's a it's a trial program we're doing with a, a publisher of ours. Um, so we're just wrapping that. I'm excited to see where that goes, and I could see that being of value um, down the road. If you have, yeah. um, you know, specific in, in your case where you have all the, po- you know, your your historical podcasts and your episodes, uh, man, we we can do a couple of things, right? We can you can stitch them together into one sort of thematically linked book if you wanted to, or you could mix and match and and you know have it sort right. of just all over the place. Or again, you know, they're each you know somewhere between thirty and sixty minutes, which fits perfectly with that consumer um, uh, that commute time. Um, you could release them individually, you know, effectively as your own audiobook, and our system is set up in a way that you can easily publish and do that. Um, and again, you'll there's two then downstream or distribution benefits of that. Uh, one, you'll be able to reach our entire partner base, uh, which is fantastic. And then two, because you still own the rights, you can have them on YouTube, you can have them on SoundCloud, you can right. have them on Boom, wherever you want to then take them as well you're able to to still do that and we don't prohibit that in any way. So you really get you get uh not just uh the tr- some of maybe the more traditional podcast networks or other non-audiobook audio listening networks, but you also then can make them as, you know, effectively an audiobook and reach all the listeners that way. Yeah. Um again, yeah. it's about creating more avenues for people to hear you and 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 with us all carrying around our mobile phones and and being able to listen at any moment man, that's, that's just, uh, an opportunity that's only going to continue to grow. So that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Man. Uh, the, the possibilities are, of, you know, they're limitless cause you, and I've always pitched this, um, to, uh, anytime I've ever talked to anyone about a marketing strategy based on content, you know, the idea is to leverage content in as many directions and as widely as possible. So yep. if you can take something like, you know, I always pitch doing uh, video interviews, and from that you could stitch together ten different products um, easily. You know, but from podcasts to uh, you know audiobooks to uh, even courses. So I love that, man. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And and again, for for us, we are you know find a way. Um, even before Find Away Voices, we've been in the audiobook and the digital content arena for over a decade. And we've innovated in a few different ways. Um, and for us, it, it is all about growing the audio format. Yeah. Um, and our, our area of expertise happens to, you know, mo- mo- um, you know, mostly focus in, in the audiobook area. But at the same time, uh, there are benefits to just continuing to help consumers access different forms of audio um, as often as they can. And so there's huge value to be had there. Um, so we're looking to, you know, we are so bullish to use a, use a quote from my old wall street days, um, on the audio format that the more content we can make in audio and the more ways we can get that to listeners. Um, that's, that's the win for us. Right. 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 That's fantastic, man. And then opens up a lot of opportunities for the, uh, the, uh, author who may not be able to afford, um, full production you know right away too like they they could uh there are still avenues for them to get their at least their thoughts <laughs> at least some of their work uh out to uh, a, a listenership um i kind of pitched the idea of you know it's a lot easier 
if you do want to kind of get into doing the narration yourself, um, you know, it's a lot. I think I think it would be a lot easier to produce short format work uh, yourself if you had to. Uh, to save overhead, and then you could always roll the the profits from that into paying somebody to do your longer format stuff. It's exactly that's exactly right. That's um, cool. and, and, yeah, we're set up to do to to handle all of that. So um, I think it's great. And again, it's about getting more more content out there, more created in audio form, and uh, we want to be a part of it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, uh, uh, this has been. Uh, I, I have to tell you, by the way. So when we announced that this was coming. Uh, draft digital has not traditionally done a pre-announcement of, of anything. Uh, so this was kind of an experiment on, on our part. Um, I've been pushing for this forever, man. Uh, but the, you know, get, getting that word out there, it was explosive. Uh, I'm still, I'm still fielding emails and social media, um, messages and, uh, you know, comments, uh, about the upcoming release. And we haven't even really talked about it much since that initial, uh, release. So people are out there wanting this. Yeah, there again. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, the response and the feedback from that pre-announcement, if you will, was incredible. I mean, we were we were floored. Um, obviously, this is some the voices is something that we are passionate about: the freedom, the control, the ownership, yeah. the non-exclusivity. We you we've seen these elements create so much success for authors on the ebook side. We want to bring that same value to audio. Um, but it also speaks to just the interest or almost that pent up interest where people have been asking themselves, like, I know audio is growing and I am listening to more audio, uh, you know, non music audio than I ever have before. How do I do this? Yeah. And and all of a sudden, you know, it's like the right place, the right time, capitalizing on the right strategy and right partnership. And boom, all of a sudden, it's it's just uh, that perfect storm that creates, you know, a, a fantastic spark. Um, and I think, you know, it's it's the right time for this sort of solution. Um, there's no question about that. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little about, you know, what what forms work best in audiobook? Like, um, you know, genre. Uh, are there some genres that work better than others? Or does nonfiction work better than fiction? Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. Uh, overall, you know, if I think about the, the content that's consumed on our on our platform um, and created on our platform, uh, you still have fiction in genre fiction leading the way. Uh, hmm. So similar to eBooks, where um, fantasy and science fiction, mystery, mystery and thriller, um, romance, uh, <laughs> romance and erotica, yeah. uh, those are those are still major categories. Um, huge categories of listening. Uh, and of course, you know, on the sort of indie author side, it works really well because you can, uh, you know, package those books as series and, you know, is often, is often the case. So that works very well. Um, there's a lot of demand for, on the nonfiction biography and um, I'll call it business and leadership side. Yeah. We see tons yeah. of that, which makes sense. You know, historically, audiobooks have skewed. Uh, to a slightly more male demographic, or at least more male demographic than um, you see on the ebook reading side. Right. Um, and if you think about you know historically, you know salesmen on the road and things like that. Right, they're you know listening to that type of book. So that's always been a very popular um, genre with audio. Um, you know, so those are those are the main ones. And then sort of the next wave that comes after that, um, we see a lot of the personal wellness and self help. Um, we see a lot of, um, you know, I think 
health and wellness. Christian um, is another big seller. Um, but again, by and large, it's you know still that top tier in the the genre fiction category, and then you know that that's followed up in the the biography, and then the business and leadership, um, those subject matters. So, is there a particular genre that outperforms the others? Uh, in terms of raw listening, I would definitely say um, you know somewhere mixed in the the category of you know, fantasy, sci-fi, mystery, thriller, romance. So, not you know again very similar. I, think yeah. that you would see on the the reading uh, e-reading statistics side yeah that's that's about right uh, you know romance tends to rule uh in the ebook universe um and i thrillers tend to ha- take a second place <laughs> so yeah sci-fi <laughs> and fantasy uh weirdly enough are very difficult cells um you know people do very well in them depending on how they're approaching their business but they don't. They, it seems like they don't just get. They don't get discovered as easily, um, which is a problem we're working on. But speaking of discoverability, I mean, uh, do you guys do uh, any sort of promotion for the authors, or uh, how do how do you get their work out there, and how do you help them to uh, reach that level of discoverability? Yep. Yeah. There's there's a few ways. So uh, whenever you publish with Voices, uh, you you excuse me will receive a set of. Uh, uh, codes that will entitle you to uh, offer free downloads with Audible, so Audible, Amazon um, Network. So that's one great way to get the word out about yeah. your book. Um, we also, um, so we work very closely with all of our distribution partners. And so you can think of uh, Find Away Voices almost working as a, uh, on your behalf for you as the author, where we are every week and every month, you know, creating recommendations and titles to feature to our partners um, to, you know, help inform their merchandising teams and their marketing teams um, and ideally working for, uh, you know, more advantageous placement on all of those sites. Um, and we also we have a we have a few then specific promotions. Um, there's some daily deal promotions that we can make available. Um, we have great lists of bloggers and industry uh, you know, thought leaders that we're, that we're friends with that, um, you know, we're always open to, uh, um, facilitate in terms of, um, trying to get reviews and recommendations and, and things like that. Um, so we do all of that. Um, I think we have some exciting ideas of where, uh, the discoverability piece will go in the future, but I think we're off to a great start, um, with what we're doing today. Um, especially, you know, compared to, uh, what, what other options are out there, um, you know, for that piece specifically today. Right. So let's let's talk about process a little. As uh, all right, we're gonna say uh, you've you've published your book with Draft to Digital. You get to the point where there's a button there uh, advertising that you can start your audio book. Uh, they click through. So what happens at that point? Yep, absolutely. So you you click that, that magical button. Uh, you're ready <laughs> to start your audio book, um, and we are ready and waiting too. And all of your information will transfer right to Find Away Voices. Um, you'll be you know, basically created an account with, uh, inside our service. And of course you can change your password and update your info, um, at any time. Very easy to do. Uh, but most importantly, all that information that you've already entered, we're bringing that right on in. Uh, so you don't have to do it again. Of course you always want, you know, you want to check it, but, uh, you don't have to do it again. Um, and then our team, what we'll do is our, our biggest step um, we want to learn more about your book and the type of narrator you are imagining. So we have uh, some questions. Um, they're not hard to answer. 
actually pretty easy to answer, but they help us glean the right information um, that then our team of experts in, in our casting team able to take that and actually create a um, so we take that information that we've collected from you and then we create personalized casting recommendations uh, specific to your work and those casting recommendations will share the narrator the narrator's biography as well as some general samples uh, audio samples from that narrator um, and now this is an important step and an important differentiation for us versus uh, in ACX where um, where with ACX, you know, when you're searching for that narrator, um, I think on, you know, you'll see on their site, 46,000, 47,000 different narrators advertised. Um, and it's on you to search and zero in on, okay, I need this type of voice that has this sort of voice age range and this style, these style elements to it. Um, and that's great. And that can work very well, but it can also be very overwhelming. And so what we've, what we've tried to do is we've tried to uh, simplify that. Uh, we work with a tremendous collection of voice talent. You know, the the narrators that we work with have created thousands and thousands of audiobooks. And so anyone we recommend for your work, you can trust that that narrator uh, will deliver a very high quality performance. Um, but we also want to make it easy easier for you to make that decision. Um, so what we do then is we filter our list and we zero in on you know the five or the ten best options that we think would work great for your book. Um, and then once we've presented them to you, um, it's very easy. You listen to the samples. You can request an audition. Um, and when we do that, we'll actually have uh, one to two of the narrators that you're interested in um, read usually a four, five, six-minute sample from your book. That way you can hear uh, your book um, read by your narrator. Um, and I should also mention that during this process, um, when we cast narrators, we do so at a range of per finished hour rates. So we don't just force you into a one rate fits all model. We will right. give you, you know, if we give you 10 options, you'll have a, a nice range of very high quality voice talent at a range of per finished hour rates, which again is all about giving you as the author the choice to make uh, the right investment decision for your audiobook, um, because it really is an investment. Um, in audio as, as, as a format. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so you have the casting list, you've heard the samples, now you've had an audition and then at that moment you're ready to select the narrator and it's as you know, simple as clicking a button and you make the narrator selection. We coordinate a few things behind the scenes. Um, and your narrator is really off and running performing the audiobook. So the first thing they'll do is provide a much longer sample for you to review the style and the tone and the tempo and all those all those fun things uh, to make sure every everything there is flawless, um, and then at that moment they'll uh, narrator will go um, and work on the the full audiobook production, um, and we coordinate all of this inside our publishing workflow to to make it very easy for you. Um, so I don't know if you have any questions on that part. I just I just sort <laughs> of uh, shared a lot of info. Um, but I can also jump into the, uh, then the publishing aspect once we have the, the book approved too. Yeah, no, I'd like, I'd like to hear that part actually. Uh, we don't really talk about it much behind the scenes, so I'd love to hear. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> simplest step, uh, to summarize all your information ports right from draft to digital. Yep. You tell us about your book. We recommend narrators. We coordinate, you know, together the narrator selection process. Um, and then, you know, once all of the audio is done, you have the final review. 
Um, and once you've approved, then you're able to publish to our 20 plus partners. Um, and again, as part of that notion of choice and control, you're able to opt in or opt out of any one of our partners. So if there's one in particular, um, only one that you want to work with and say, that's the right one for me, right. well, then you can do that too. Or if you want to work with everyone, obviously we, we facilitate that. And that's as easy as, uh, you know, literally just check boxes and then you press publish and, you know, then our team finalizes all the um, processing and, and make sure the book and all the accompanying details reach all of those partners. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic, yes. man. And uh, I don't know if you, you've mentioned, I think you may have mentioned this, but you guys are in 170 plus markets worldwide, right? Yeah. So we have listening occurring um, on our sort of audiobook platform in over 170 countries. Um, you know, all partners, all channels, all business models. And, you know, we're constantly expanding that list. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's about, it's about creating fantastic audiobooks and then selling those audiobooks um, or providing the opportunity to sell them in many locations as possible to give you that yeah. choice. So, uh, yeah, it's 170, probably 170, I don't know, four or five today where we have, you know, active listening ongoing, which is incredible. Really, it's just, I, I fly a lot. And so everywhere I land, I download an audiobook from you guys, and then I'm, I'm boosting your numbers. Yeah, it's it's actually one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we don't share. We love the. That's why we, you know, we we use that high number of countries, but not the actual number of users because we actually know it's we know it's just you uh, jet setting, uh, you know, with all the. Uh, um, advertising revenue from the podcast and everywhere else <laughs> well you know so okay so speaking of global um one of the big questions we got right away and and you know joanna penn actually uh was one of the first people to ask this but this is open to everyone everywhere right there's no geographic limitation on who can actually produce an audiobook yep no no restrictions as long as you own the rights um we'll work with you and you know whether it's creation and distribution or distribution only uh, it's a fully international platform. And if they do, if they uh, come in with their audio files, then they can actually distribute uh, for free. Uh, there's still the cut. There's still the royalty cut, right? Or do yeah, they have that's, that backwards? Nope, you're you're correct. So so um, if you already have an audio book today, um, again, you enter, you know, easily enter Find Away Voices. And, you know, it's really as simple as adding, um, you know, finalizing your, your book's details and then adding your audio and then um, audio files. And then once you publish, um, there's no cost to you as yeah. the rights owner, as the author. Um, and all that exists is um, uh, what you were mentioning is for any uh, audiobook sale, authors keep 80 percent of all net royalties that Findaway collects. And then Findaway uh, keeps the other, you know, shares the other twenty percent. So if you come to Findaway Voices with an existing audiobook um, and publish it through us, there's no cost to you. Um, all that happens is we share the uh, all the net royalties eighty twenty with right. eighty of going right. to the author. Right. Yeah, and then that 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 uh, the royalty uh, that you guys get is determined by the platform. Um, and of course, ACX or uh, Audible doesn't quite play the same game as everyone else, so there's a different rate there. But <laughs> imagine, imagine how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hopeful. Uh, that one of the things I'm really hopeful about, um, first of all, the ability to control our own pricing. Uh, you know, 
uh, Audible, well, not no, not so much Audible, but Amazon has a history of doing price matching, uh, and we hope that's going to carry over to Audible. Um, but this ability to control our own pricing gives us a lot of flexibility. Um, it breaks that. I'm hoping it will break that credit system because if I can offer my book, let's say I've got a a 20 hour or 30 hour book and I'm able to offer it for instead of 25 to 35 dollars I'm offering it for sale at 4.99 right and because I'm not splitting my royalty with a narrator I paid the narrator outright so that there's overhead involved but because I'm not splitting that then I you know I stand a better chance of recouping uh, my overhead over time uh, based on the that 80 percent royalty that I get from you know well I don't, I don't want to phrase it that way. It's not an 80% royalty. I get 80% of the royalty Findaway gets. So it comes out yes. to like 45% or so, right? I mean, it's it's going to be uh, a little different per per channel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, so. and we do share we share all of that. Um, yeah. Before you publish, you'll see an entire rate sheet. Um, right, right. There's nothing uh, hidden. You an account with us. So there's there's nothing, you know, we, we share all that up front. But you're right because you, you'll, you know, you could, you could, we could definitely run some examples where yeah. even by discounting the list price, you're going to, you'll make more per sale uh, right. because of the royalty rates from some of our partners than you would um, on that audible platform. Well, yeah, uh, let's, let's put it in perspective because the best you're going to make from ACX is 40%. Like even if, if you don't do the uh, royalty split with a narrator, your best rate is 80 is 40%. So, Pretty much anything you guys do is going to beat forty <laughs> percent. Yeah, and especially because they do, you know, most of the pricing there that occurs uh, does so off the sale price, right. which of course Audible and Am, you know, they're they're going to determine. Um, whereas ours is all based off the list price. Um, again, for all of our partners that are not Audible and, right. and Amazon, right. um, and so by setting the smart a smart list price, you're actually able to make more uh, per. Per, more more royalties per unit sale there, right. um, you know, which I think again to your point, um, it's all about creating the right price strategy and then having that control to execute on it to, um, you know, bring consumers to you. Right. And that you know the the more that we can break from that credit model, the more opportunities I think you'll have to bring in new listeners and right. new consumers right. Right. because right. like anything else, you know, price does matter. And so, we'll, you know, if we can, if you can offer, you know, the first book at four ninety nine, six ninety nine, or so, um, well, then you might hook a new listener, and then the rest of your books might be twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. But once that, you know, listener has fallen in love with the story and with the narrator, well, then you're off and running with them. Right, right. And I think that uh, there there are several key differences between the way the audiobook world works and the ebook world works. Um, and one of those is that in the in the form of uh, how you can obtain the that file and consume it. Uh, I don't know that is. I know a lot of people are are pretty much getting their audio from Audible, but I don't know that there's a brand loyalty there the way there is on the in the ebook world. Like I think if people find out, oh, I can get you know Kevin Tomlinson's thrillers on audio for you know five bucks or under or ten bucks or under or whatever. Uh, rather than paying $35 or having to use a credit or whatever, I'll I'll just go get them from this site. That's the way I feel about it. Now, I don't know if that's the way it's going to work in practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, look, that's that's our that's our thesis. That's our philosophy, too. 
Um, and why we believe in, and this goes back to where we started, you know, in, in aligned so closely with draft to digital where more options to sell are better. And, you know, so why not have your book on both places and right. let consumers decide where they want to go and what that right experience is for them. Um, and then, and, you know, you're able to do that with our platform. And, you know, that to me is what's so advantageous for an author. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like having options. I like it when authors have options. So, all right. Um, well, I, I mean, I think we've covered pretty much everything. It, it, what's funny about this is I, I, there's this nagging voice in the back of my head that says, I'm, I'm going to forget to mention something because we talk about it so often. And, and I'm going to think it's already covered. <laughs> right. So, exactly. It's like, wait, which, which conversation was that? Right. that one? <laughs> so, uh, to the listener, I mean, if there was, if there was a question you had that you did not, uh, hear an answer to reach out to us. Uh, first of all, there's a blog post that I'm continuously updating, uh, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but if, uh, it's a bitly link, it's uh, bitly slash find a way D to D. Um, so you can go there and I'll take you to the blog post or just go to the draft to digital blog and click on blog. You'll be able to find it. it's within the past, uh, month or so. Um, but you can also reach out to me or to Kelly. Um, I, I, I what, what, how can they reach you if they have questions, Kelly? Yep, absolutely. So the easiest way is just to send me an email, uh, K Lytle at findaway.com. Uh, Lytle is L Y T L E. Um, and you know, that's probably the, the simplest way. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at findaway voices and send us a note there and we can connect. Um, and so, you know, between those two ways, we'll, uh, uh, we'll get, we'll get a response out to you as soon as we can. Um, especially as we gear up toward launch here with, uh, draft to digital. Yeah. And, uh, my plan is for this episode to go live a week prior. That means this Friday. <laughs> um, so I got to make sure I stand on the ball with that. But uh, um, if you uh, check the show notes, you'll find links to uh, Kelly's email, to the uh, blog post, to the, the site itself. Uh, and, of course, you can always reach out to me, too. I, I will answer any and all questions I have been. Um, hit me up on Twitter, of course, or uh, on the uh, – you'll get all the contact information. I always read that at the end of the show anyway, so – uh, Kelly, man, I appreciate you taking the time to come on. I know you're busy. Uh, <laughs> we better be, right? <laughs> man, man, I got to tell you, I, I, this took over my uh, workload pretty much for the past couple yeah. of weeks. So uh, <laughs> it's been interesting to try to keep up with you know content and that sort of thing. But I'm excited about it, man. I mean, it's it's uh, it's to me, it's a step forward in in a very right direction. Um, Authors need this. I mean, this is a resource that's been kind of unattainable for some authors. And there's still the overhead. I mean, we didn't really talk much about this, but you guys are actually working on ways to reduce the cost of production too, right? Do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, yeah certainly. So in addition to the way we cast uh, recommended narrators, which is, which is very unique in doing so at a, a range of um, you know, investment points for the audio, um, we're also exploring um, a, a number of options to continue to, um, you know, make audiobooks more cost effective uh, for the rights owner. So um, everything from uh, home studio kits that we can loan out and provide if guidelines, very detailed guidelines for how to record and how to upload into our system and do all of that to make that easy. Um, and also, con you know, continuously evolving um, 
you know, where narrators are coming from, right? Yeah. And there's, you know, technology, recording technology today uh, makes it a little easier to record. Now, of course, performing an audiobook is an incredible, incredible art form. Um, and so we, we have, a, you know, ideas for school, sort of narration school, as well as, um, you know, an entire curriculum that will graduate um, narrators through um, sort of a voices curriculum um, that makes them, you know, allows them to be, you know, essentially, for lack of a better phrase, voices approved. And then yeah. you as the you know, author know you can trust them um, because that, you know, that performance, that subtle performance um, as a lifelong audiobook listener, man, is, is it's amazing to see um, how talented narrators are and, and what they can do. And, you know, we want to continue to grow that community as much as we can. Right. Yeah, man, that's the the only reason I have not already recorded my own audiobooks is because I don't I don't feel like I can pull off the performance. <laughs> so, I would go to that school. Um <laughs> Exactly. Right. Okay, everybody. Uh thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh Kelly, thanks so much for being on the show, man. And uh everybody, if you got questions, of course, you can reach out to us. Uh stick around uh, real quick and you'll be able to hear me do the wrap up. Otherwise, check the show notes uh, for links to everything. And, of course, reach out and, and contact me anytime. You know I'm here. I'll, uh, I'll help you out. So uh, thanks again, Kelly. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's my pleasure. So appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to many more, many more chats. I'm sure they're coming. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, stick around, and we'll see you after this break. All right. That was my interview with Kelly Lytle. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, you know, as I mentioned, and you can find this in the show notes, there is a link to uh, the blog post that we've done. Uh, it's bit.ly bit, uh, slash findawayd2d, and you can go there. You can get that from the uh, show notes as well. Um, learn learn a lot more about what we're doing here. Uh, in, in general, what's happening is draft digital has partnered with Findaway so that we can um, make the onboarding process much easier for draft to digital authors than it would be uh, otherwise. So not that it's, it's not difficult to get into. Find, you can go to findawayvoices.com and get right in there. Um, but uh, what we've done is make it sort of streamlined so that from our author dashboard, you can transfer all your, your information over very quickly and, uh, and get into the process and start looking for a narrator that works with your budget. Um, and it's very budget friendly, really. I mean, honestly, it's, uh, uh looking at sort of general prices. I, I, it's been much lower than what I've seen from, uh, from, uh, offers from elsewhere. So, uh, check that out. <clears throat> and I do think that everyone needs an audiobook. Um, if you've got, if you've published, I think you should work to get your book into audio. Uh, it is a, a sort of emerging market. I mean, it's, a, you need to do it now. Okay. Listen, if I could go back in time, start a podcast earlier <laughs> and tell you to get into ebook publication back in 2008, I would do that. So this is me traveling from the future wordslinger from 2026, uh, telling you, you won't regret doing everything you can to get your book into audio. Just trust me on this. <laughs> now, I'm saying this as <laughs> I'm saying this as somebody who uh, only has a couple of uh, audiobooks out himself, but you know, the expense is is there. I mean, it, there is overhead to this. Um, but I've got some plans to um, to use like Kickstarter uh, and other, you know, tools like that, crowd crowdfunding tools to uh, to bring in the funds I need to pay for the uh the the overhead 
uh, and then I'll recoup, you know, any of my own expenses from the sale of audiobooks over time because I'll own full rights to the book. So, you you might consider that strategy too. Maybe I'll write a. I uh, let me know if you want this. I may write a, an entire blog post on my strategy for producing audiobooks. Something I haven't done yet, but it's a strategy that I, I intend to use, and uh, I'll I'll put it out there as a sort of test, and we can see how it works. Now we've come to the portion of the show where I do a, a bit of housekeeping. I kind of hit on some of this earlier. Um, earlier. Um, but what I would appreciate from you, if you like the Wordslinger podcast and you'd like to help support it, there are a couple of things that you can do. Um, one of those is if you will go to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere where you're listening to this podcast, where you originally download it, um, if you will go in, you know, on your players too, I think you can do this on the, uh, the apps and players as well. So uh, if you will go in and find the show and rate and rank the show, and uh, write a review. That is tremendously helpful. It helps other people find it. I appreciate it. And uh, you see, I mean, I'll, I'll read your review on air. Uh, I, I have an app that scans for it. I think it, it may only do iTunes. So if you're writing reviews on other platforms and I'm not reading them, that's why. Uh, however, <laughs> if you would like, uh, send me a copy of your review uh, and tell me where it's appearing uh, from the website. Go to wordslingerpodcast.com, click on contact, and uh, use the field there, the little form there, to uh, send me an email and just tell me, uh, just copy and paste your review in there. And um, you can also, uh, you know, and, and, and please tell me where it's appearing if it's not in iTunes. Or if it is in iTunes and I haven't gotten to it, you can do that too. I, uh, I don't want to muddy those waters per se. <laughs> I get to them when they come to me, so I don't want to double up. But uh, whatever, you know, reach out. And if you just want to write to me directly and you know ask a question or say something about the show or say something to one of the guests, <clears throat> you can do that from there as well. Um, and please do. Um, I know for a fact I've had a couple people email me and uh, say nice things about the guests, and I pass these things on to the guests. Okay. And they love it. Um, we had a guest, uh, Jenny Nash, uh, fairly recently. I think that was, let me scan down what episode that was. That was uh, Wordslinger Podcast episode 115. That was the Accelerating Your Author Career with Jenny Nash. <clears throat> if you, um, I had someone send me a, a very nice note for her recently, and I, I forwarded it on, and she wrote back to say just how much she appreciated that. So, um, this this can make an this can make a guest today. Uh, they love knowing that they're getting heard. They love knowing that they're having an impact, uh, and it's wonderful for them. And I, I want to give them that at least that gift as a uh, a bit of joy in our life. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. Now, other ways you can support the show. There are financial ways you can support the show. If you uh, want to donate to the Patreon campaign. You know, even if it's just a, a buck or two a month, I use all funds from that Patreon campaign to cover some of the overhead and costs of the show. Um, I buy new equipment. I recently bought some new equipment using those funds. Uh, it covers, you know, the cost of hosting, the cost of, uh, you know, the tools that I use for production if I if I uh, buy new software or something along those lines. Now, I don't do that very often, but... Because I am a creature of habit, <laughs> but uh, I do appreciate uh, receiving those. But you can go to wordslingerpodcast.com, and you'll see on on every single episode there is a link to Patreon. But on the on the homepage itself, 
there is a uh, support the wordslinger podcast on Patreon. There's a little logo right there. Um, you'll go to that, uh, and you can uh, you can decide to donate anything you your heart desires, <laughs> and any amount is appreciated. A couple of bucks is great. If you want to throw you know twenty to fifty to a hundred dollars in there, a thousand dollars. Hey man, you be you. <laughs> And I'll love you for it. And uh, I do I do uh, mention Patreon patrons uh, on air uh, just, you know, to thank them. And I do appreciate it. I, uh, I'm i still, you know, I don't know if I'm forever going to be in the process, quote unquote, of improving uh, the whole Patreon listing. Um, you know, I have a goal there, by the way, and it's lofty. I'm not even kidding you. I, I, I'd like to I'd like this show to start earning five grand per month. At five grand per month, the show um, will have all the resources it needs. It will have, uh, you know, uh, contingency money for, uh, you know, little things that go wrong, equipment that needs to be emergency replaced, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it would be self-sufficient. So, (laughs) whatever. You know what? Uh, You don't get a thing in life unless you're asking for it anyway. So, uh, there you go. But I do appreciate it. Thank you so much for those who are contributing. Uh, You're a blessing. Really, honestly, um, I can't tell you how grateful I am. Now, um, if you'd like to ha- have a question uh, posed on the show, like to leave a voicemail, or would like to, uh, you know, ask me any question, uh, you can ask me a- about writing. I will talk about craft. I will talk about marketing. I will talk about all aspects of being an indie published author. Um, I am, by the way, I have officially been named the the indie author advocate. So uh, I accept that title and all the uh, trappings that come with it <laughs> and burden of responsibility as well. Uh, I, uh, I'm honored by that. And uh, so I, I will, uh, if you have ever thought about being an indie author and have not taken the steps to get into it, you're what I call a will-be author. I will help you in any way that I possibly can. Trust me on this. Uh, you can ask anybody who knows me. <laughs> so, uh, any way that I possibly can help you, I will help you. Ask me anything. Um, but if you'd like to uh, call in with a question, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Go to wordslingerpodcast.com. You can click on the send voicemail button that is floating on the right hand side of that screen. And that's only on the podcast page. But from there, you can leave me a short voicemail. I think the limit is one minute. Uh, and I get an email and a recording that I can download and play on air. If you do not wish for that to be played on air, just say so at the beginning. Uh, and uh, make sure you give me your name and uh, your you know where you're calling from as well. Uh, that's always kind of cool to know. Um, you can also call me directly at 281-809-WORD. That's 281-809-9673, where you can leave me a voicemail. And same same rules and conditions apply. I would love to hear who you are and where you're calling from, so uh, make sure you throw that in there. Um, and, you know, it's probably not a bad practice to keep these at a minute. <laughs> but I think on that one you might be able to ramble on a little more. I've had people actually record voicemails from their uh, devices or their computers and send them to me as attached audio files. You are welcome to do that as well. Um, I uh, the My recommendation is um, contact me through the con- – the easiest way to do this, contact me through the contact button on my website uh, at wordslingerpodcast.com. And uh, and just say I have a I have an audio file I'd like to send you and I'll I'll give you details on how to do that. It's really easy actually. It's just an email attachment usually. Um, now, better, the best my favoriteest way of all uh, of supporting me and my work in the show is to read my books. Uh, if you don't mind, if you are a lover of thrillers, 
uh, in particular, you're going to enjoy this. Go to go to you can go to wordslingerpodcast.com and click the books button. You can also go to kevintomlinson.com and click that exact same books button. These are the same site, folks. <laughs> I am that lazy. Uh, I pointed the web the uh, web presence for uh, the podcast to a page on the site so that all my stuff would be in one place. Um, but if you go to the books page on that site, you will see my entire catalog of books. Um, up top are all the thrillers, and I'll have this divided by... Uh, sections I, I every at least once a year i go through and retool uh this whole page but uh right there on that site i've got sci-fi i've got fantasy i've got collaborative work i've done uh and i've even got some non-fiction on there if you'll go click that anything on that uh what you'll get to do is find where you purchase your books where you prefer to purchase your books online uh, using the, our universal book links from Draft to Digital, and um, yeah, pick something up to read. It's summertime. Sit out by the pool and read a Kevin Thompson thriller or something. <laughs> That's how you can support me uh, and the show, uh, and I appreciate that. And you know, I don't mind if you go out and tell people what you think too. Leave me a review on Amazon and elsewhere. Uh, share share with people on social media that you just read one of my books and you enjoy it. All that stuff is very helpful to me, and uh, I really appreciate it. That's why I do everything I do. So, uh, draft to digital and words on your podcast, and partnerships with people, and you know whatever. All that aside, what I am when it all comes down to it is a writer, and that's uh, this is the work of my life. So uh, it's what God blessed me with, and I'm I'm happy to bless others as well. So, anyway, um, it's been a uh, it's been a great week. This has been a short week. This is the Fourth of July holiday at the head of this week. Uh, so I'm going to wrap up now and get things ready. Uh, and then this basically, uh, tomorrow night, by the way, my wife and I are going to see Neil Gaiman, uh, here in Houston. So envy me <laughs> anyway, hope you enjoyed the interview with Kelly Lytle today. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you as you go into this new weekend and, uh, the weeks ahead. Uh, I hope nothing but good comes to your life and I will talk to you next time.